I've always felt different. I've always seen things, but when I tried to express them as a child, I was always told to ignore it. There were people that I didn't know that came to me and said, I have this message that I keep getting that I have to deliver to you. All of a sudden, out of the shadows, a homeless man just jumped right in front of me, and he said, I'm a soul just like you. I love it. I wanted to understand the universe and who and what we are and what are we doing here. We're all part of this amazing soul wave tapping into each other. This was a major life changer. You are a light. You have helped me a ton. Thank you. You've given me the courage to live more from my soul. Millions of people are awakening. So wake up with Michelle Miche. Be pleased to hear the best-selling authors and experts in the fields of cutting-edge self-help, personal growth, metaphysics, and spirituality. The soul path of awakening. Understand what living awake is. Hey, soul lovies. How you doing? How's everybody doing today? Happy Wednesday, Wonder Wednesday. I hope that this podcast finds you um, in a great space. And if not, I hope what you hear today, what you connect in with energetically will make you feel much, much better. That's my intention. That's my hope. That's my desire. So um, if you're new to the program, great to connect with you. Um, if you want to listen by, let me just go over kind of the, the deets, the 411, as we say in the States, United States. Um, if you want to listen in the chat, you can. You just need to sign up with BTR, Blog Talk Radio, and give yourself a little icon or something. And um, you can listen by phone, 347-539. I'm actually going to put that in the chatty. 347-539-5122. And please press 1 on your keypad. Okay, that gets you in, you're in the queue, but that lets me know you want to be unmuted. And then I'll pick up and you'll hear, you'll see or hear unmute, unmuted, which means you're on air, live on air, live and awake. People getting in the chat, good to see people, sacred space of empowerment. Also, my wonderful co-hosts, co-pilots, and sound engineers. Let me know how the sound is, please. Um <clears throat> don't have that on BTR. Some people say, oh, uh, Michelle's talking over the guest or the guest is talking or something weird with the software. So I hope you can um, just hang with it and just be in the in the flow of what's happening, the connection. Um, again, that number is 347-539-5122. Press 1 on your keypad if you want to um, get on air. Oh, I hear, I see some YouTubies too, YouTube sub subscribers. Hey. Hi there, you guys. Uh, speaking of that, love for you all to connect more. I'm really going to be a big community connection push because um, I'm getting some help. I've just been a bit overwhelmed with stuff. Um, yeah, so if you, if also if you guys have any ideas or any suggestions for me, anything that you want to see reading-wise, I'm very, very open. And um, that, you can go to my YouTube channel, connect with me there, subscribe, get the notifications, say hi. I love uh, not only reading the comments, but answering them as well. And I'm still in that range where I can answer. <clears throat> I go through everyone and I tune in and send the message that I feel is the connection. So 
Um, connect with me, Soul Awakening with Michelle Mache, YouTube. Just put my name in. Uh, I've got some other great stuff that's coming that I'm going to be offering on YouTube as um, part of my creativity, but I but it's going to be, you know, supportive along the lines with meditation and guided imagery and as a clinical hypnotherapist bringing that in and also deeper dives uh, metaphysically. We'll see what we can do about linking um, Awaken This podcast also to YouTube so more people can connect. Uh, again, if you have a question or a comment or you want a reading, that number is 347-539-5122 and press 1 on the keypad. Uh, so let me just go over something. You can connect with me, I said, on YouTube. And Patreon also, if you want to do a deeper dive into spiritualism and metaphysics, I also offer, well, I do readings before we do our monthly sessions. And then for those people that are joining me monthly on the journey, it's a bit more personal. You can ask questions. We can tailor it. You know, you can send me questions ahead of time or better yet, show up. And then um, I do do many tune-ins, as I call them, their reads. Also, soulplayground.life for um, there's a lot of resources there that you can copy and paste or download. Um, my blog is also there on, on numerology, looking at the energetic cycles there. And if, if you want to set up a session or something, <clears throat> that, that's there too. And also classes and courses are there too. So there might be something I have coming up. I believe it's going to be on May 21st, um, Synergy. It's manifesting from your soul. So we're going to be learning how to manifest through your soul blueprint and destiny. Okay, very powerful. I've been doing these, and obviously because I work with the guides and the oversouls, it's, it's been updated. We go into universal laws. But also how to attract, how to manifest, how to shift out of particular situations, stuck states, emotionally, um, conditioned response patterns, but how to read the signs, the openings that are happening, and what to do, how to use this energy and align more and more and attune to your soul signature frequency and your soul blueprint, your soul design. A lot of people think that, oh, we manifest our whole destiny. No. If you don't make the right decisions, and I'm going to teach about that, they come around. I always say the gold ring comes. Maybe you miss that. The platinum ring, you know, maybe you miss that. Maybe you grab onto that. The brass ring, the, the paper ring. You'll understand how to really read the signs. And those people that have done my uh, psychic development and opening to channel as well as they're doing my dreamscape, I bring some of that in. So it really teaches you how to live from this place. And then the, the manifest, aligning with your soul's destiny. Um, I talk about center, how do you read the energy and align to it. I just had to do it this morning and shift up some energy uh, in a situation. I was renting a car and uh, <clears throat> an SUV because I'm going, uh, well, I've been on a road trip. So it's so perfect, our guests, too. They always are aligned. I've been spending much more time in the mountains and in the desert. Anyway, I'm hauling some stuff, and the guy was trying to tell me that my credit card was a prepaid. You know, they like, you know, when you uh, rent the car, you know, they like to have the uh, credit card. They prefer that um, rather than the card that's hooked to your, I guess, your credit debit card, whatever, hooked to your checking account. 
which I had both. And I said, no, it's not. I just rented something a couple weeks ago from you guys, the same company. Blah, 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 blah. Anyway, I was just holding the space. I didn't get into drama. I just access to the higher chakras. <laughs> and then I called, though, I did a 3D thing, due diligence. I called the other office just in case and said, look, I may need to, because I don't want to deal with this, I, I may need to switch locations of where I'm picking a, a car up. Do you have the same one available, blah, 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 blah. And um, because the manager at the other place, no, 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 this is pre I said, no, it's not. It's, it's connected to my business account. I work through this corporation. Um, and he said, well, it's showing. I said, okay. I said, I'm just telling you what it is. It's not <laughs> prepaid. I don't even know where to get a prepaid. So, but holding to that higher vibrational frequency and just breathing and just allowing the guy came back. It all came through. I don't know what the thing was, but anyway. Uh, and then the SUV they wanted to give me, I, just, I wasn't feeling the vibe, the color, the energy of it. And I really didn't want it. And I got in and it smelled like smoke. I said, uh-oh. And the guy smelled it too. I'm like, it smells like smoke in here. So he's like, okay, there's another one coming out. It was just getting washed. So silver. I love silver. Um the other one wasn't my favorite color, isn't that? So anyway, holding that frequency now sounds like a little thing, but just imagine living this way and more and beyond in your life. You know, getting into other people's higher selves to get the the, the highest vibrational frequency of a situation, the highest vibrational, the best version of the outpicturing of the compilation, because it's not just my vibrational frequency. It's the collective that I'm working with vibrational frequency. So that's, you know, a lot of people don't realize that. You can have a very high vibrational frequency. That shifts so much. Um, and it depends for how long, you know, sustained. So we definitely raise people up, but they can also bring us down. But if you know how to connect with them into the highest denomina denomination, um, the highest intersecting point energetically, there can be amazing shifts. I mean, everything just released. And it was like all of a sudden they were like, oh, can I help you? Can I do that? Okay, you're good to go. Thank you. Let me know if this is okay, if you don't like this. All of a sudden it just shifted into this heart space energy. And I've been playing around with this for a while. I'm not saying I'm expert all the time or, you know, I don't lose it. I don't, you know, mislead anybody. But um, for the most part, when I'm when I'm dealing with life situations, I'm I'm accessing that higher frequency. I'm trying to come in through my individual personal heart into the universal heart, getting into that heart space, um, which is also part of the crystalline grid, if you're going to look at it that, that way. And then you, so you mold the energy. You see what's possible. Not me, little Michelle. It bumps up into the higher vibrational frequency, into the higher self, which is the frequency level of the, the soul. It bumps up into possible outcome you know but you got to be able to kind of give it away let it go anyway if you're interested in learning how to live like this do this it's an ongoing course we have a great time on these courses as you know videos we meet um every two weeks you'll have growth work soul path work as i call it um to do in between our sessions 
And I have seen lives change. I have, I don't know if she's going to call in today, but one of my clients got $80,000 given to her back, 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 given to her. She's been using my understanding the universal laws and activating the law of magnetic attraction. I mean, these things do work. Yes, you have to do some follow-through. But one of the keys is the emotional clearing, the repatterning. A lot of people get these CDs or videos or MP3s, downloads, that go to courses, and no one's teaching that. It doesn't matter if your frequency level, if you don't shift to align to that in the interstate, you're not going to draw it in, you know, or you're not going to draw it in consistently. It'll be kind of haphazardy. So uh, let's get the call. Oh, 12, 12. It's just a synthesizing energy. Oh, love that. There's been so much. Oh, my God. Even when I got to um, finish the rental, it was 11, 11. We're getting all these 777, getting all these directions because I'm embarking in this new pathway. Um, yeah, it's a pathway, same path, but a bit of a different trail with some different things in it. So very excited for what's to come. And, and that's part of the reason I've been spending more time in the um, desert and in the uh, mountains, being in with my guides. Now I will be connecting in with my teacher and future self, Juanacuato Rientos, and also Donna Chuy Jesus, and see what the, the collective energies of me is cooking up. What am I meant to open up to, explore, learn? and share. Alrighty, let's see what's Athena saying in the chat. Oh, I just Athena, I just traveled and rented a vehicle that had a nail in the tire. Oh my God. I had kept having the feeling of getting a flat tire on the way. Thankfully I found the nail prior to leaving for my trip to a meeting. Oh my God, Athena. Great. Yeah, you gotta trust those um those vibes. I had something the other day that my higher self was coming through like I could not even believe. And um, it saved me a lot. It actually saved me a, a lot of um, money in an investment to pull out. They're like, pull it out, pull it out. And um, yeah, had I not, it was about just to be taken away or tanked. So yeah, there's a lot right now with that. Right now, there's a lot with tuning into your body, the body wisdom, listening to the messages, feeling it, hearing it. We're really getting the body fine-tuned. Um, also being in nature, aligning to nature. Even if you're in a city, you can find trees, a park, get a plant, put some plants that you feel called to, you know, in your home, in your house, on your deck. Make and bees, connecting with bees and birds, winged ones. The winged ones are very active right now, partially because it's spring, but also the messages of lightening up. The lot right there with healing and rebalancing body, mind, spirit. I think I just did a YouTube video. Yeah, because next week the video will be on finances, career, success, finance. Uh, big changes coming up for so many of you. And uh, this week, if you want to, if you go to my YouTube channel, I did a, a whole body, mind, spirit, and soul tune in. And I'm telling you, the last couple of years, and it doesn't surprise me with this illness condition, so 
so much coming up about the body and bringing the body into the awakening that is part of it, con- con- connecting into the body, doing what does the body need, getting to know our body. This is not just critical but crucial. This is a crucial, integral part of awakening is embodying the higher vibrational frequency, becoming it, being it. Can't be it if you don't, if it's not living it in the body. A lot of the, now think about this, because the, the, the new paradigm is based on inclusion and connecting and merging in to source, recognizing that we are aspects of source. We are source energies. We are God. We are the all that is. And the old paradigm is about separation. Um, now it's about separating out to individuate, but to understand that we're all interconnected through the subtle energy and we're one substance, literally. You know, like if I took a big ball of clay and just, you know, made different nodules and, you know, different shapes from one one ball, you know, this one ball has all these different nodules sticking out of it. It's still that one ball of clay. So in the old paradigm, it was a lot of separation, not separating out. There was the, some of it was such a misuse of under, power, misunderstanding, misinformation. So the idea was to separate from the body, like getting out of the body, transcend, get out of the body, even in meditation. And even in some of the most advanced meditation, it was like, well, you leave your body, get out of your body. When you leave the body, that's a great thing. You're liberated. The body holds you down. No, now it's like bring, embracing the body. The body is, a, is part of us. It's a vehicle. It's a vessel. It's a sacred temple. It's a sensory device. The GPS signal comes through there. Global positioning sim. The inner compass. You know, it's, it, it's, a, it's a, you know, radionics machine in a way. So it's, a, it's a meter electrometer you know it's it's so many things and it's the totality even though it doesn't go on with us when we're subsumed back into the all that is we leave the physical remains of the body but the body wisdom the cellular energetic memory goes with us oh yes it does that cellular memory from the dna and rna goes into the energetic matrix. So there's, a, there's always, you know, a correspondence to the physicality or denser manifest, manifested form to the subtle energy, the growth energy is what we call metaphysics, metaphysically, to the subtle energy. So that stuff doesn't just get lost in the ethers. We carry that memory through ourselves through our muscles, tissues, fibers, through our hair, through our, this is why I can read jewelry or, or I could read somebody's picture, a psychic reading. It does, it, it's, it, we are, at, we imprint everything. A table, this table that I'm at, this desk, the crystals, my phone. Yes, you could hold it and get it, get an impression, especially metal. Metal really holds um, the imprint. And of course, we are in minerals, so we are part of we are part of that as well. Oh, chaos! Pulling weeds and planting flowers, as well as planting herbs, connecting to nature to stay grounded. Okay, yeah, it's hard. You lost your. I'm so sorry to hear that, chaos. 
oh, trying to remain calm. Well, make sure you're processing the feelings through, but I love that you're pulling weeds and planting flowers. I mean, that's just an amazing thing to do in that kind of situation, any kind of situation. But when there's loss to grow something, you know, we're in this time right now of like there's a lot of filling and releasing, letting go, opening up. But sometimes things spill out when we when we open up, we open our hands, you know, we, we open the hands wider and something else that, that is more attuned to us at this particular time comes in. All right, loveys, callers, 347-539. Hi, you're on air. Welcome. Hi. Hi, Michelle. I am the K that you were just encouraging. I was about to say thank you. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh my God, that's beautiful. <laughs> um, oh, how perfect. I, yeah. Um, I wow. Thank you. Um, yes, I had lost my job. Um, I have to say it was a very toxic workplace, and I guess spirit mm-hmm. just delivered what I needed because I, I was trying to leave, um, but it came quicker than I was prepared for the next. Um, but I am, like I said, I am I am staying everything I can to stay grounded and and stay connected with nature and stay calm. Um, and I have been interviewing. I actually had a wonderful interview on Monday, uh, and I felt pretty good about it. And I, I guess my, my question with you is how do you see something coming through. I, I'm trying to well, remain. Well, there is something definitely coming through. I just looked. It shows financially. Somebody's <laughs> going to be calling you back really soon. There may be oh, talk about money and start date. So oh, I, I, oh, yes. there could be some, if that makes sense. Yes, yes, it does. It does. It does. Yeah, okay. money and start date. Oh, yeah, you're definitely getting something soon. Oh, no doubt about it. Absolutely. And I do think it's something that you're going to like better, by the way. Oh, okay. Good. Yes, well, that yeah. would be wonderful. That would be wonderful. Yeah. I um. Thank you. Thank you. I, I, I love yeah. the show and listening, and it was just beautiful. So um, I didn't expect Thank to be you. the I first home, but it was on, just on YouTube, right? You commented on YouTube, right? Yes, I, I listen a lot. I really listen a lot. Yeah. I don't always get in queue. I just love to listen because I always believe that sometimes there's a message from someone else that is really for me as well. So I love listening. So That's so true. That's so, so true. But I think I've yeah. also seen you on YouTube, right? Yes, yes, I've been in your YouTube. Yes, because um, yes, I think I've commented. Yes, 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 yes. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you so much. I don't want to hold up. I'm sure you probably got a long queue, but I I, I just, I I want to continue to listen and um, just blessings, blessings to you. Thank you for being such a wonderful vessel for for so many of us. So thank you. Oh, well, you guys are all contributing energetically (laughs) to the subtle energy. It just, yeah, I could not be doing this without all of you. That is for sure. So thank you so much. Okay, you take care. Bye, Kate. Bye-bye. Hi, welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Yes, hi. This is Michelle calling from Washington, D.C., and this is my first time calling. Hi, Michelle.
Michelle. Great. Oh. I think, yes, some of your messages, I can tell you, it's for me. So thank you. Appreciate that. Oh, good. Oh, good. Love, love, love. Now, to my you're welcome. My question is, I am working. I'm working as a contractor. However, I am seeking full-time permanent opportunities. And I've been meditating and, you know, just calling to see exactly what type of energy are you picking up. Okay. So I definitely feel there is some kind of shift coming for you work-wise. It doesn't seem to be immediate, though, so I don't know what that's about. If you, have you started interviewing? Not yet. I've been sending oh, yes, out um, resumes, okay. so yes. Resume, okay. Time job. Okay, it's fluctuating. It may take a little bit. It may be more, I don't know, June, July, maybe? Um, maybe because you're just sending them out? Because I'm not, you haven't yet connected with the energy. Are you wanting to change where or who you're sending, sending them out to? Well, I am open, and um, I was on one contract. That contract ended, and I got picked up by a second um, Another. agency. Okay. Yeah, with the same company, but the energy is just, not, you know, vibrating. Oh, that might be why. And, okay. Yeah, so I'm just, yeah, like, ready it to go. It shows whatever you're, <laughs> yeah, it shows whatever you're doing continuing. Um. Okay. I don't know about something new yet, but definitely this company, I think, likes you. You could be moved, bounced around is what I'm hearing. Or there could be something else that opens up or another, maybe it is like what you're saying, contract. Um, yeah, but I'm trying to kind of get away from that. Get away from um, that. As a contract. Yeah. yeah, as a contractor because the stability is not there, right? And with my age, I'm just, uh, yeah, I need something more permanent, Um no, I got it. I'm just saying uh, what I see. I got, I got your motivation. Totally, get, I totally understand. I totally understand. So let's ask what full time. There might be something that you train or learn, or something you add to what you're doing that helps you get something that is more. Um, not permanent base, whatever you call, whatever the opposite of contract base is, more like an employee. That's what you're wanting to do. Right. Um, exactly. Exactly. I'm taking some certification, so yes, you're on the right track. That's yeah. going to help. That's... Hello? Hello. Michelle? Hello? Yes. Yeah, hi. I think I, I don't know, know if it's my phone or your phone, but 
something yeah, happens. Yeah, I think it dropped on. Okay, Athena, can you hear me? <laughs> Let's see. Oh, boy, just come and things go bad soon. <laughs> Let me know. Can you? <laughs> I, can, I, can hear, I can hear the call. I can hear Michelle, but can you guys hear me? Oh, gosh. I don't know. I hopefully, well, it, it'll be in the... Um, yeah, we can we can listen oh, right yeah. after. Okay. Um, yeah. So what I was saying is, whatever you're doing, because um, it showed additional training or class or something that you do helps mm-hmm. you. And I was saying I could hear someone saying, "Oh, you have the such and such, or you took this." Um, you, so yeah, that's definitely you're on the right track with that. It's definitely okay. going to help you. Okay. Okay. All right, Michelle. Well, um, good luck. I know you'll get a uh, job. It's on its way. And um, keep listening. We have a great guest coming on. And I'm glad you called in. Awesome. Well, well, thank you. And if you want to leave me on so I can listen, continue to listen. Yes, I will. Okay. Hi. Welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Hi. Hey. My name's Lisa. Hi. I, I really enjoyed hey, your. Hi, I enjoyed your, you know, kind of message today. Oh, thank you, Lisa. Thank you. I think this is you my first time well. calling. So oh, good. Where are you calling from? Um, from the Midwest. Oh, Midwest, great. Welcome. Thanks. What is your question? So, yes, I wonder what you see with the move, um, and also getting my roof fixed because I can't like look for something until I want to buy first, but I I have to get the roof fixed. I'm in a condo, and um, there was something that happened last October. It's not really bad, but they had to patch it up because of the winter, and it's only been like a couple of days where it's even been sunny. But I talked to her two times, and, you know, she said it should be done once it gets past 15 uh, degrees. Um, in the yeah. spring. So did you see that yeah. happening soon? Because I'm getting just kind of frustrated, but I don't want to, like, call well, it the leaves and the weather's fixed. been bad. It does show it, does show it getting fixed. Um, oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. They did you see, like, in the next month? Did you see, like, in the next month? Well, yeah, it almost feels like they started it, had to leave it, then come back. They may come back again, and then I see it getting fixed. So it might be two more times. Is there tarp on there? Is there black tarp or some kind of tarp or covering? Yeah, they had to, like, cover it down below, like, completely. And they said it'll be an awesome job. The wood got um, ruined by my thing. And they're going to pay for me to have it painted, but then I have to wait, like, a few weeks to get my ceiling painted to make sure that it's right. fixed. So do you think that they'll do that okay in the next No, it's for weeks? sure going to get fixed, but it might be, um, might even be May. I'm not sure. They might come back twice, though. I feel like, the, and maybe it's they're fixing other stuff. Maybe, I don't know, but I feel like they're there, t- like, at least two more times. But it does show that it's gonna, definitely going to get fixed. So not to worry. Get the, will it be done correctly, though? I don't feel any – the only thing I feel is they come back more than once. You know, mm-hmm. I know they left it and then then they come back. Then I feel like they come yeah. back again. I don't know. Two to three yeah, more times. Yeah, they did come. But then I they, see they, that they have to come. Yeah. 
Oh, they have been. Okay. I'm not well, they did come I back. Mean, quick... They came back. They, they, they came one time, oh. then they came back and tarped it, and now they're going to come back and fix it when they can have the good weather and all day type thing, she said in the spring. Okay. Yeah. So, yes, it's going to get done. I mean, I'm tuning in. This is just a quick read. I'm not getting anything like, oh, no, you're going to hate it or, you know, um, there may be painting. I don't know. I feel work. It's it's like it, it go. It, it it's going to be a few. Like oh, we have to go next week. We come. We did this. Then they come back the following week or two weeks later. That oh, we got to do this. So I don't know. I'm just getting workmen. So it may be the roof. It may be they have to paint or somebody else is there. But I do see yeah. getting everything squared away for sure by the beginning of of summer. So you're going to be good to go. Okay. And then I do see you so, looking. So. Yeah. Okay. Do you think Every, that like I'll find a good painter too because I want to make sure the ceiling. It's not like oh, a you're big problem, a painter. but yeah, yeah. yeah. I, listen, you haven't connected with them yet, so I'm only reading your energy. But on your energy, right. I haven't tried. To and what find I see around you, yeah, yeah, I'm not seeing major problems. No, but I am seeing there's okay. a lot of back and forth work. Yeah, there's a lot of workmen back and forth, back and forth. And then when do you All see right. me maybe finding something? Because I don't know. I feel like I've been probably more down than I should be about this. Like I looked two years ago and then, you know, it wasn't the right timing and I only got one place that I put a bid on. And so I stopped looking during the pandemic. There was like no way I couldn't like move or anything. And I also had a house. I'm not sure. I, you, might look, you might look during the summer months, but it feels spotty. I feel more August, September, you're more ready to go. I, I feel you have a lot of cleaning up or clearing up stuff. It could be boxing or papers. There's stuff that you're going to be going through, uh, organizing, I feel. That's going to be kind of your next, I think, big step. And then, yes, I do see you move, You know, looking for a place and moving. Um, yeah, this year. You see me finding something in the fall then? Like, because I really want to. I just, I really feel deep down inside that it's just time to move, you know, from this neighborhood to, like, more where yeah, I grew yeah. up. I, I would say right now to get your energy going and more motivated is start putting stuff away, getting rid of stuff, clearing stuff up, packing, whatever. That's going to help you get motivated to actually start to start looking, Okay. Well, I think once the roof's done, is I'm okay. motivated. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like good, once it's good, done, then I don't have to worry about it. Um, do you yeah, see good, that being good. my okay, old neighborhood? Okay, I need to go, Lisa. Thank you so much. Okay. I got to see okay. we have other callers. Okay, take care. Thanks. Bye. You're so welcome. Hi, welcome. You're on air. Hi, Michelle. It's Hello. Alma. How are you? Hello. Alma, hey, how are you? Good to connect with you, Dan. Good, good, good. Um. So my question is, I uh, been doing. So you, it's funny you were talking to the other person just now about clean, clearing up and cleaning up and just organizing and stuff. Rich. Yeah, it's funny because I just dumped a lot of gunk and junk spiritually, seriously in the last six months. It's been ongoing, and now I just feel like this big fog lift. It's been amazing the last three days only, and I'm just like living it up, living in the present moment. So. It's funny, I have all these things planned out, and I'm just wondering if you see me um, actually meeting somebody, because uh, in, and then at the end of April, I'm doing some book signings with my books, and then I'm actually, this came, it's so serendipitous, 
a, a retreat came and it sold out in two days and I'm like, I'm on it and I'm in there. I'm locked in for June. Right. So I'm just wondering if you see me meeting him there in Florida or somewhere else. Yeah. Are you going to be traveling more? Because it is definitely around um, travels is what I'm hearing. I, th- I feel like you're going to be doing much more travel. It's not just this. Right. Shows a lot well, more. Um, does it? Okay. Yes. Okay, there's definitely work is picking up. That's really good, I'm Happy for you. Thank you. This year. Let's do this year. Yeah, it shows um, group setting. There could I almost feel like a festival or something. It could be music or there's some kind of music there, um, food. Yeah, that makes sense to me because I'm actually doing Does a lot that, of okay. things. With vending and and there's music and there's food trucks oh. and there's yeah yeah things like that oh okay because I'm like okay I don't know if this is like a CDM rave where are you going girl <laughs> like there's music there's food there's booths yeah. um it could be somebody that does something there okay um but yeah you're definitely I I would say for this year the energy seems to pick up. I don't know, July, August, like Leo time, end of of July, August, September. That whole time seems to be really, um, I don't know, there's more people around you, different people than what you had before. Yes. I mean, because I've been clearing out so much, it's like nothing serves me anymore. That's what what Divine was doing with me. Yes. Totally Ah, doesn't serve me. Yeah. A lot of junk, a, a huge awakening. Like, it's like okay. talking about the the I don't know if you know astrology, but in, just getting to the point. This Neptune and Pisces yeah, conjunction. I'm astrologer also. What did you get? I'm also astrologer. What what? Yeah, what were you saying? What is it? Okay, so it's this Neptune Pisces is in conjunction with Jupiter or whatever it is, and it's all in Pisces. And yesterday, April twelfth, yeah. was peak time. And I felt amazing. Oh, I know. And basically, it's a spiritual yeah. awakening. It's nothing like. Oh, here's your ding, 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 your grand prize. It's more like the well, prize is being. Well, it's also, well, it's being inspired, yeah, but it, it's also grounded by that Saturn, uh, sexti- Saturn in Aquarius sextiling. So yes. there's, a lot, there's a lot of visions, but people have to follow through. If you've been, um, that's why I'm doing my manifesting workshop at this time, because, and I did the dream workshop at this time, because the energy is so right now about the spirit realm, dreams, uh, visions, yeah. messages, yeah. or I am, but I, you know, God consciousness, you know, higher light. Con- if, but then you have to do something with it. That's that yeah. is saying, okay, where are you going to, what are you going to do with it? What are you going to make? What are you going to form? Yes. Where do you want to go with this? What do you want to create? Yeah. So because since 2011, the guides kept telling me, new forms are needed. New Because people would say, well, what should I do? Or, and, I'm, and the guides would yeah. okay. Teach them how to trust their intuition, how to go within, how to get the messages, and then create from that space, that vibrational frequency. So we right. need new forms, right, new ways of being that are in yep. alignment with the new paradigm, right, not the old energetic matrix, the new one. So, yeah, you're on it. You're on it, Amla. You are on it. On oh, it, my on God. It. It was, it. And this, you, you know, this Pisces so stuff only it. happens 200 times. 
you know, 200 years ago. So, like, that's what's so huge about it. It's like this is once in a lifetime. Amazing. Yeah. But the thing is, what people don't realize, it's not just going to happen um, if you don't do anything. You see? Yes. You have it's, to be, see. It can yes. bring, see what people don't realize. If people, it can bring. It can. It, it can bring overindulgence in alcohol yep. and uh, drugs. Yes, escapism. Yes. yes, it can bring all yes. that. If people don't understand how to work with the energy and align to it. But if you do, yeah, it's just amazing. I mean, amazing Mr., I just have one line to say. I this was a doozy on me. Like it was like talking about. <laughs> Moving through fog, I was just like, oh, yeah. my God, what's next? It was hard. This was very challenging for me. No, I get it. I've been, living, I've been living that way the last four years, four or five, and just being so guided. I mean, I've had amazing spiritual yep. experiences due to it, but it has been fog. And all, I've, all I could do was one, what's, what's in front of me. You know, that was the message. What was exactly. the guidance? That's the message. Right? Yep. I hear you. you so I hear much. you, sister. I hear you. That's well done, though. I'm glad you. Hey, the thing is, when there's fog, you just have to slow down. It's like driving in actual fog by the beach or in the mountains. You yes. can't race around. You have to trust. As Carl Jung, the psychologist, used to say, when you paraphrase, but something to the effect of, when you're going through big changes, you need all your wits about you. And that's where we're yeah. at right now. We, in our wits is our body wisdom, our intuition, our connection to spirit. All right, sweetie, keep us posted. Very happy for you and what you're doing. Just please keep us posted. Oh, uh, thank you so much. God bless. I love talking goals. to you. Thank and where you. where are you going to be? Some places any of our listeners can go to. Where are you going to be? Oh, yeah, sure. So, um... The, 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 these are local, but I'm doing a lot of podcasts and things like that. You can go to my website, Amla Speaks, A-M-L-A, Speaks, S-P-E-A-K-S, like she speaks, AmlaSpeaks.com, okay. and you can check me out there. But, you know, I'm going to be in Connecticut, and I'm actually, the retreat's in Florida. I'm super excited. It's just, I need to get out. I need to Great. get away. It's, yeah. 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 Well, we have listeners yeah. not only all over the world, but all over the country, right? All over the country and all over the world. So, um, yeah, what's the local listeners maybe, you know, want to come by and say hi or something at some of these events. All right, Amla, you take care. I'll talk to you later. You too. Thanks, Michelle. Bye. Thank you. Uh-huh. Bye. Bye. Hi, welcome. Hi. Welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Hi. Thanks. Hi, this is Jessica. Hey, Jessica. And that was interesting listening listening to that, um, how that the astrological um, movement was affecting her because I guess whatever the transit's going on now, like I've just been sitting with this anxiety that came, that has come up. Um, I'm holding space for a move um, that I'm making. I haven't mm-hmm. found the place just yet, but I keep being told by spirit just to and be with these as these old patterns are releasing of um, just a bunch of stuff. So I'm just wondering what you're picking up as far as not about the move per se, but just this anxiety and uh, yes. what, sort of what's going on. Now, everybody, I've even experienced some of this. There is, there is a um, what we call generalized anxiety right now, and there's a lot of different reasons for it. A, a big part of it is 
we are coming out as a collective, as, as the mainstream consciousness is coming out of the, the stress, the distress, really, distress and, and dis-ease of the pandemic and all that that created. So we're actually, um, I've, I've talked about this in some of my groups and with some of my private um, individual clients, because the thing is, usually when you have a trauma, you're away from trauma, it's anywhere from a year, usually 18 months, that the post-traumatic stress starts kicking in, the, the, the symptoms. But in a normal tra- trauma, you're usually away from the trauma, and so the body goes, okay, we've got to start dealing with this, you know, um, all this energy, pent-up energy, the, the mindset, the worry thoughts, the fears. But what's been happen- what happened, though, is we – we're not being allowed, in a sense, by because of what's going on externally in our world, to completely get out of a trauma. So we're both in the process of grief, you know. And I do have some tools, free tools on my website, by the way, just to let you know, Jessica, soulplayground.life, about the process of grief, post-traumatic stress, um, what to do, the, the, the stages of grief, and, and how to process and move through loss, transition, change, and loss. So we're essentially in the lost process. We've had not only transition, but we've had, and we are still in transition, but we've had a lot of change and change that has been very off-putting, um, has really, you know, it, it, it's really racked the nervous system. So we have that going on, the, the process of grief. We're in grief for what we lost, whether loved ones, businesses, people, way of life uncovering of certain things that were going on, that destabilization is a law. Then you couple that with um, the, the, the trauma aspect of that and the body trying to reset itself, so having the post-traumatic stress disorder symptoms, keeps getting re-triggered because the trauma is not completely over. And even if we understand that, with the beta consciousness, our rational mind, our body is picking up that things are different. So we know it subconsciously. Then we have the energies of the aspects. You know, they all fit in together. There's just a lot of unknown. A lot has changed. So there's a lot of fear and anxiety. And it doesn't have a specific cause except everything because we know we're not going back. It's, it's not like 2000 you know, 2008, 2009, or 1995, where, oh, we go back, oh, we had this thing happen. Even when we had the real estate bubble, um, the late 90s, early 2000, we went back to something. See, we know there's a, there's a, there's a very co- part of the consciousness of us, is in, it's, it's getting more and more conscious to people that we're not going back to something. We're going forward into something that we don't know what it is. So I would say, um, you know, definitely walking. I mean, I tell people, so I walk twice a day, sometimes three times in between sessions. And I'll walk early morning, I'll walk at, um, at night. And even if I do other, it doesn't matter what other exercises I do. I just walk and I, it's, you know, look at the, the trees or certain, another place where I go where there's little boutiques. There's things that, that visually I like. I go visit the chickens, this little farm, um, and that's very grounding to me, something to look at, to look at the stars, the moon. 
So nature really helps, re, you know, calm. You want to do things that calm the nervous system, calming teas. There's certain supplements. Kind of make it a little mission, like I'm going to go, I'm going to see what is good for my body. Um, coffee cruda, um, the uh, homeopathic remedy is something that is really good also for calming chamomile tea. I, I make myself my own. I have an, my own mixture of herbal teas that I make from um, from loose herbs. Um, swimming, things like Qigong, getting Reiki, Tai Chi, even just any, any movement. What we need is unstructured movement, you know, um, unstructured exercise, something that the, the right brain can take over a little bit you know, calming that down and, you know, the, the uh, autonomic nervous system. But, yes, everybody, even no matter how great things are and how many openings, there still is this underlying anxiety, you know, fear, anxiety. Yeah, I mean, what you're saying as far as with this um, post-traumatic stress and stuff, because that has come up for me um, – with this move, like with experiences that I've had with my landlord here compared to things that I've had in the past. And um, I was working through a lot of, like uncovering a lot of stuff that was still within me, releasing it. Um, And, you know, I will look in the morning or in the afternoon for a new place and not much is listed. Um, I I haven't seen a a place yet that has been good for me to... um, you know, go connect with or sign a lease on or what, and and there hasn't been a lot listed. So it's this experience of just, like, trusting that the universe is going to bring it to me and bring it to me soon. And um, it just feels, at times it feels very uncomfortable because it's really just the only thing that I'm doing is, like, just holding space for that and just, I try to distract myself and then spirit says, no, just sit with that. Whatever is coming up for you, just like sit with it. But it hasn't released yet. (laughs) Well, you need a healthy distraction. So here's, I'm going to give you, and then I got a a, a mantra. I'm doing the best I can with what I have and what I know. And, And then another one is I am being guided. I'm in good hands. But you have to do whatever you have to do or need to do and then say, okay, I did as much as I could for today. And then say the, you know, the mantra and then do something that's nurturing. If you, let me tell you, I'm a therapist. If you don't, sitting with it is one thing. Yes, you have to hold space. Sometimes we have to just let emotions come up and they are what they are. But you have to do the nurturing, the nourishing, the course correction, the types of foods, the, the walking, the, otherwise it's not going to heal. The whole idea with healing, healing coming from the um, old English word, ohalen, to make whole, which means we have to bring something in. In other words, if I'm making a, a, a soup and I have all these great ingredients, but I don't add some spices, it's not going to taste really good. So you have to figure out what do you need, body, mind, for your spirit, for your physical body, your mental body, your emotional body, physical body, and I said, and your spiritual body. All those parts of you, if 
especially when we're in times of transition and change like this, upheaval, because we're, you're being also re, what we call re-stimulated. You know, you know the, the general vernacular pop psychology term is triggered, but it's a re-stimulation. So it's like stimulating something all, that from previous traumas. Everyone is being re-stimulated. So we all have to do something. Um, you know, I didn't know why I was always going to see the chickens. And then one time this, I went and this um, other lady was there, and she said, ever since the pandemic, I come and look at the chickens and I feel so calm. And then I read up on chickens, you know. And, and if you think about the symbolism, they're a community, they're together. Um, you know, there's, there's a lot of meaning in that. So that's what I would suggest to you, Jessica, is just, Find out what are the nurturing foods, what is the nurturing routine, without being overly rigid, but acknowledge this is a unprecedented time, and I'm doing the best I can with what I have and what I know. You know, you'll get through this. Like, you know, you've gotten through other tough times. You'll get through this. But now you have to bring in some ways to assist and, and you know, self-nurture, self-care extra, um, which is, which is love. And I guess my is like, how long can you possibly be sitting in this unknown? That's what is concerning. Well, I'm going to tell to you, me. years. We have. We, uh, I was going <laughs> to tell you as a psychic channel and a medium who predicted this in 2017. I had visions, four days of visions between 2017 and 2018. I predicted other stuff. I talk about this on my Patreon. I've talked about it on earlier well, podcasts. Oh, yeah. This. I'm just going to so tell you, this is, this is the new way. Yes. Oh, yeah, this it's is a new the world new order. It's planned out. Well, that's the whole part scam. of it. But, but, but there's, a higher, there's a higher, yes, it's a new world order, but, yes, it's even beyond that. It's even beyond that, that aspect. So, yes, we have to learn how to not only navigate this, but take care of the body. The body is so important. It's part of the awakening. All right, sweetie. Jessica, I'm going to um, scoot because our guest, I see, is on the queue. Please um, listen. I think she's, she's going to have a lot of good input that could be of help to you during this time right now, okay? Thanks for calling in. And please, please uh, call back. Let us know how you're doing, okay? Keep in touch. Sure. Thanks. Okay. You're so welcome. Take care. All right, yeah, a lot going on, a lot going on. But there is a deeper part of us that's guiding us through this. So we're all in this together. So as we talk about it honestly, then we will help each other get through this. All right, you guys, we have Meg Beeler with us to, uh, today, shamanic guide, mentor, and author. She's the author of Weave the Heart of the Universe into Your Life aligning with the cosmic energy. And boy, do you need that right now. Weaving and aligning into the cosmic energy. Hi, Meg. Welcome. Great to have you here. Hi, Michelle. Thanks for having me. You were just giving some good advice there. <gasps> Thank you. Can you jump in? Because I, oh, you're, you have such an amazing, I went to your YouTube channel, such a calming, amazing energy and such wisdom. Um, I think, you know, we all have to adjust to not only what's happening, but what is unfolding, what is in the, be- you know, the becoming, right? Right. Well, I'm just coming from um, a full weekend of this new workshop, Leading with Heart, and 
it was so nourishing to sit together in my medicine wheel and do breathing exercises, walking exercises, meditations, sharing with each other, and uh, going deeper and deeper into our hearts. And, and it just it, it renews me to think about it and talk about it. Uh, so, so the only things I'd add to your advice to the last caller is to, to conscious, do conscious breathing and uh, nurture your heart. Yeah. We really do. You know, I was saying to someone, um, I don't know, the other day, I've, I've been saying it probably the last few years, but I, it's become more, um, I think, obvious um, that a lot of what many people did, um, even in whatever you would call the healing space or spirituality, yoga, you know, you know, new thought, right. self-help, self-growth, discovery. In a way, all of that was kind of a luxury. It was something interesting to do. In fact, a lot of people didn't do a lot of deeper work, inner work, or handle their, you know, patterns. And there was a lot of acting out, um, you could see, in, in communities. But it didn't really matter that much because we we didn't, we weren't, you know, there wasn't extreme times. And so now it's not a luxury. We have to use these spiritual tools, soul path tools, spiritual principles, uh, breath work, energy work, Reiki, Qigong, Tai Chi, you know, all that's there. Um, that is that is part of the path, part of the process, and I think we just have to make it part of the routine, part of our life, a life. Absolutely, absolutely, and and that's uh, you know shamanism is all about seeing with heart. So I've been thinking about heart for a long time, but it became more and more clear to me during the pandemic as I was writing my new book that that heart is really at the center, because when you're in your heart, mm-hmm. you can't argue. When you're in your heart, your body is calm and radiant and you have courage. I mean, the word courage comes from core, French for heart. So we all need a lot of courage and we all need to nourish our our own radiance in these times because it's not not a short-term thing. This is our world, our world of of climate crisis and, and all this dissension between people and it's my belief that the more we bring our calm, open hearts to situations, the more we radiate that, the more we help the world shift away from uh, dissension. And, and uh, it, it's hard to believe that, but when you experience it, it, it becomes true. So I want to tell you a story. It that does. Really, it really, really you're right. It me. really, really works. Yes. Yeah. So my daughter had a lot of difficulties growing up and she and I did not have an easy relationship. Um, She had moved away from home. She was coming back home once a week to have dinner with us. And one day, I don't remember the circumstances. I thought, what if I just totally opened my heart to her when she arrived? So I concentrated on that Mm. and she came to the door and I was in this hope and hearted state and it, it's still like a miracle to me, the, the way that that transformed our interactions. She could relax, I could relax, and instead of, of triggering each other, we could find some mm-hmm. trust together. So that really began me, or, or nudged me along this journey to, to figure out how to be open-hearted. Um, 
and and uh, it really it opens a portal when you when you work on your heart. It, it's yeah. beyond just I mean walking is good, nature is good, breathing is good, um, but when you when you focus on being in your heart, it transforms the way you're thinking. It transforms your perceptions. So I'm Absolutely. I'm all about cultivating well, you your inner light and peace right now. <laughs> yeah, I think you have to. You need to do it all. It, it's the move everything. You know, it's interesting in the heart because a lot of um, like meditation books and CDs out, and I always talk about the heart, lung, and them. And you talk about courage, right? Kuros, the heart, mm-hmm. and then the lungs in that whole heart chakra, because the lung in Spedar, the in breath and out breath inspiration it it is our inspiration and it literally means in latin breath of god so i think that's such a powerful not only the imagery and symbolism but the 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 meaning and the um even the physiology of it with these two aspects of us these two parts of us right and uh, the lungs coming together the the lungs are also the where we store our grief so all our personal grief yeah. in our lives, the disappointments and so on, but the incredible grief that we're experiencing in the world. I mean, uh, every day we're seeing more and more death and refugees and, and uh, yeah. you know, climate crisis. And it's overwhelming to all of us. So what is clear to me is that the more, and, and this is a, a known thing among meditation teachers, but the more you can sit and be present with whatever it is, whether it's your personal life or the state of the world, and just witness it, the less it weighs you down. It's hard to be in your grief, but being in your grief allows you to breathe and keep going instead of, you know, when, when we're not allowing ourselves to feel our feelings, our bodies tense up. I mean, I'm, I'm talking to you holding my arms close to me <laughs> because it's so, yeah. everybody's the same. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, and I think so, and that's the so key. It's, it's like, how do we be in this? And that is, I mean, meditation is, when we call meditation practice, it's a practice for living in that state more and more and more. And that is a state of acceptance. I agree with you with that. It's even accepting what we don't understand or what we can't change or that seems so horrible or horrendous or overwhelming. You know, it is the divine play of consciousness, right? It is playing out. So it's somewhere around the beginning of the Ukraine war, Spirit told me to put four cauldrons of love in the Ukraine energetically. So I put one north, south, east, and west. And every day mm. I've been filling those cauldrons of love so that whomever needs that can take it. Um, mm. And it's been a really interesting practice for me because I feel so powerless otherwise. You know, sure, I can write letters and and support the, the anti-war groups or whatever I want to do, but but simply offering my love to people who are suffering so much has just been, it's been incredibly nourishing for me. So today I was talking to a friend who has fourth stage cancer and, and I thought, well, I'll give her a cauldron of love. You know, it's the same, you just visualize a cauldron mm-hmm. and you fill it with your love 
And the person doesn't have to take it. They can walk right by, but if they need something, they can draw from it. Um, so that's a, you know, that's kind of emerge. That's the kind of thing that emerges when you're, when you're living from your heart. Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of studies that that works, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. One specific prayer intention, sending energy, healing light energy, which all synonymous. We're talking about love. You know, it's all different ways of tapping into that um, love. And I, I like what you're sharing here because this is something that anyone can do anywhere, whether it's a cauldron of right. love or prayer or an intention or just seeing love or good vibes, whatever anyone wants to call it. And again, more people that do that, it aggregates. And, of course, it gets, that, that you know, stronger. Um, exactly. Exactly. It, yeah. It amplifies. Um, Meg, I want to connect with you a little bit more about your book now. Um, I love this. Weave the heart of the universe into your life. Aligning with cosmic energy. Um, I love that part of the uh, weave the heart of the universe into your life. And and what do you mean by that? Well, in in one sense, you know, we are the universe. But it's hard to experience that. So so oftentimes when we think about the cosmos or the stars or the Milky Way or the multiverse, we're thinking of something out there. So for me, the, my whole Andean practice of 25 years now of connecting with, uh, through my heart, with mountains and with stars and with the multiverse, built this practice of exchanging energy all the time with it. And so it became, the more I did that, the, the more it became easier to feel a part of the universe and not separate from it. In the same way that when you walk among trees, you can engage with the trees directly and you don't feel separate from them. But if you never are by mm-hmm. a tree, they're just kind of an abstraction. So that book is, is focused on really simple energy practices that you can do to to build your, um, yourself of stuff you're carrying that you no longer need and, and old pain and all that stuff. And to fill yourself with something else. In, in the Andes and the cosmology of the high mountains, it's all about releasing one thing and filling with something else that's more refined energy. So there's, there's a lot of practices that have built up over many years that, um, that, you know, are guided so that you can do them yourself and, and explore that. And it's really meant to be experiential and um, and people go at their own pace, but you can, it's like you can, the woman you were just talking to, she could pick up one of those exercises in, in, instead of just having to uh, be witnessing her waiting for yeah. an appropriate home, she could let go of some of the anxiety she has about that and maybe fill with fresh air or the light of the sun and just get the flow in her body going again. Once you have the flow in your body going, you're more receptive and also you're more, you can be more reciprocal in the world. So it's a, you know, it's the fluidity of exchanging energy is, uh, you know, a powerful part of being in the world today. And what I see is a lot of people who are so, you know, when you're suffering with the, the many traumas that, that people have, 
you just get more and more pulled in and then it's hard yeah. to receive and it's hard to give. Well, that's so true. That was, um, that the was shutting the down, part. the pulling. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. What do you before we get to what you were going to say? I want to inter, um, if you don't mind. What would you suggest oh, yeah. for that? Because that has been, you know, something that many people have gone through uh, during the last few years. Experiences has been uh, shutting down or, or cutting off, or they, they, you know, they feel like they're pulling away in a sense from, you know, from life. Right. Well, you know, as a child, I was a lot more comfortable in nature than I was with people. So I hung out outside a lot and I still do. And for me, it's, that's been very nourishing because, um, you know, the, the trees are, when I was going through a divorce years ago, there was this big oak tree where I lived and I would stand by that oak tree and realize that oak tree had lived like 300 years and I was only, what, 30 or something. <laughs> so it had a lot of wisdom mm-hmm. in it. It drew me out of my small self into the larger connection. And that's such a basic principle. So when we had, when we began COVID, you know, all of our parks in my county closed down. You weren't supposed to go anywhere. So we just went on rural roads and walked places we'd never been. And it was, uh, I mean, it was interesting and it was was fun to go someplace new and you didn't see anybody, so you were safe. (laughs) Um, But I, I noticed that, a lot of people had trouble figuring that out because we're, we are cut off. Right. So I'm, right. I'm always working with, with everybody I work with to, to give them tools to, to connect more. Because when you connect, you know, even if you connect to your one tree or the weeds in the crack in the sidewalk, that's something outside of you and, and it takes you beyond yourself, as I said. And that small self mm-hmm. is like a little child that's all scared. Mhm. Yeah, and I do feel like whether I mean in books or recordings, you know, MP3s, podcasts like this, YouTube, you know, there is help, there is support, there is examples because I think sometimes people they you know we all need something not just the inspiration but the example like you know even just to get the ball rolling like what could I do or what's the first step or you know and I think to have that beginner's mind over and over that we may need to learn some new ways, you know, or add some new ways, different things, right? Different parts of our body and mind may need to be addressed. I want to say two things. I was talking to a young man yesterday who's, you know, he was abused and he's had a lot of suffering in his life and he, he reads spiritual stuff and he really tries, he works full time. Um, But he has, he's carrying extreme trauma. So in that kind of situation, you know, your your soul has probably left and you really need a lot of support. But that's not the that's not most people. That's some people and the rest of us have like you say a lot of tools available to us. We just have to sit down and use them and not just post them on Facebook for other people to look at. <laughs> Which seems to be a common thing. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Well, I was mentioning that earlier. Well, yeah, exactly. And that's why I said a lot of people weren't handling their stuff. And uh, you know, we see what's happening. I have a lot of you know, clients, 
students that, oh, I can't believe this happened, or this person did. I don't know, really. You've got to do the emotional stuff. Nobody, nobody is uh, immune to that, you know. But, you know, for me, a lot of I, – I love working directly with people, and I love working in groups because groups can create a coherent field that supports everybody and allows everybody to open up more and allows everybody to receive more. Um, Absolutely. You, you know, that's kind of obvious, and, and it's been uh, hard for everybody when we couldn't do that in the last few years. But um, the the coherence factor, finding the alignment, uh, whether it's in a work group or a volunteer group or whatever, finding the commonality and alignment and helping everybody go deeper so they're not just rushing through an agenda. I like to tell a story. Um, you know, there's a work meeting yeah, where, love it. you know, they had a big agenda and, and um, one of the men's dog had just died. So the person running the meeting, instead of rushing in the agenda, said, let's just take a minute and give Bob our love, our energy, whatever he needs right now because he's in mourning for his dog. So everybody stopped. And they were quiet. And what that did with just a teeny bit of time was it helped Bob feel like he was acknowledged and he could then be more present. And it helped everybody else feel supportive of him. And it kind of it opened the field. So then they could go on and do yeah. their business in a much more relaxed and calm way with each other instead of feeling that behind-the-scenes tension that happens. Mm-hmm. So that's, just, you know, that's, that's an example to- of anybody can use. Yeah, and that, again, I think speaks to that, um, the truth and the transparency that, you know, I, too, am going through this, or this is how this is affecting me. You know, it's similar. Just Mm. to acknowledge that with each other, I think, can be so powerful, but also loving. I think that's also really coming from the heart. Right. So I'm I'm the chair of a nonprofit that takes care of our local mountain, and uh, we have really fun board meetings, but there's a lot of big talkers, so the energy is quite hard to manage. <laughs> so I started at the beginning of the meeting, I started asking, inviting everyone to think of a place on the mountain that they love. You know, and everybody goes on this mountain, so they have a place. So we just mm-hmm. would take a couple of minutes to visualize those places. And what it does is it brings, it calms the energy down it reminds people why they're in this meeting, what they're doing together, and it helps open up the space so the larger reason we're together is there and it doesn't get so bogged down in the details. Um, and there's, there's, you know, depending on the group, there's a lot of ways to do that. I mean, families can do it too. Roommates can do it. Yeah. It takes somebody with the courage, getting back to heart and courage, it takes somebody with the courage to suggest something different instead of yeah. rushing on in our old patterns. And that, you know, that's hard. And it also takes somebody, you know, resilience is a, is a big word for me because we've all had to deal with so much with COVID and our kids at home and not going to work and our all our patterns disrupted and, Whatever was happening mm. to us, the, the fear of being ill, the loss of loved ones, all that stuff. And so we're not as resilient as we were because we've lost kind of our, 
what do they call it? The North Star, yeah. the guiding, the guiding light. Um, mm-hmm. So, so rebuilding our resilience. Yeah, our inner compass. Yeah. Rebuilding our resilience and consciously thinking about it is a, is a big deal. Is a way to help ourselves. I agree. What we, it's interesting you mentioned inner compass. I touched on this a little bit at the beginning of the um, podcast because, you know, there's a saying also, your inner GPS. I'm losing and you. And the thing is, you, can you hear me? Meg? Okay. Okay. I'm but good. the thing is, with our inner GPS, we you need to know a position. You have a destination. It's from one position to another, and whatever's in between. And we're now really actually having to rely on an, an inner compass, and and that's a you know through alignment, and we're in reading the signs because many people don't, and, and really as a collective, we don't know. We have ideas, and we receive information of where we're going, but we really don't know where we're going you know um there's no the destination isn't set so people do need the tools and the the invitation and or encouragement to look within you know to listen to hear meg okay you're it's a little wiggly. Let me just keep going. I'm going to just check in the chat. Oh. They can. Let me know in the chat. Oh, no. Now it's fit. It's good. Meg? Um, I'm going to I'm gonna move to another room. Hold on. Okay. Okay. We have a lot of wind today, and so sometimes it's... Okay. That might be it. Oh, nice. Wind is... We've got some wind here, too. So there's, yeah, there's a lot moving on. <laughs> Is this any better? Uh, yes, perfect, perfect. Can you hear me now? Okay, okay. thank you. Okay. Yeah, can hear you. Um, oh, anyway, so I was talking about leading with heart. Because we don't know where we're going, for me, going into my heart and thinking, what does my heart want? Uh, how does my mm. heart feel? Um, is my heart open? Has been very helpful in seeing what's the next step. And also helpful in not getting caught up in what the external expectations are. You know, when you have a business, you're supposed to do this and this and this, and you're supposed to make more money and blah, 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 blah. Well, that's not always what people need or what their calling is. It's not what their inner compass is telling them. So being mm. in your heart, going into your heart first, is mm-hmm. a key way to, to stay in, your, in alignment with your own purpose or even mm-hmm. to find your own purpose. So here's a question, important question, because I, I posted, I, and it's been a long, a, a, at least a few months, probably maybe even a year or more, but it stuck with me. I, I posted something once on Facebook on um, listening to your heart and following your, your, your heart, which I definitely discern mm-hmm. from emotions. And somebody put back, not me, my heart has gotten me into a lot of trouble. Uh, so, I, you know, I answered something, but it, but. You know, I just I don't get into long dialogues on there. Um, so I think that's important. Could you share with our listeners what your experience has been and is with listening to the heart and how and how to, how to listen, how to feel it, and what's what's the difference as opposed to 
because a lot of people think, oh, I met somebody and my heart just said to go for this person, and it's just disastrous. And then they blame the heart. And right. like, that's what this person had said. I'm not like, got me into this bad relationship every time. And da, 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 da. So maybe talk a little got bit it. about that, because I do feel that is a common misunderstanding. Hmm. Well, the first thing, heart and ego get confused with each other sometimes. <laughs> and by ego, oh, okay. I mean okay. our thoughts about how things should be. Like, I'm supposed to find the perfect man or woman, and then my whole life will be fine. And that's an exaggeration, mm-hmm. you know, a simplification. But we have a lot right. of ideas. Our mental concepts are running us, and we're not really in our hearts. So, the, so when, when we get attracted to, um, oh, I'll take this business course, and, and, uh, and then my business will take off, or, oh, I'll go with this person. My heart's really in love with this person. Um, if we're running a lot of tapes about what that means, um, that's not really coming from your heart. So... So discernment is part of the the issue. Um, But also, at the deepest level, actually focusing on my heart and feeling it and being in it and shining from it is is what... You kind of feel it in the heart, literally, right? You feel it literally in the heart. Yeah. So, you know, there's a... Our culture runs on the mind. And... you know, I like to think I have a good mind, but my mental concepts can really get me off. You know, a mental concept mm-hmm. is like I'm not good enough or mm-hmm. I'm going to find Mr. Perfect or, uh, yeah, all the other things that we think should be. So the practices that that I teach and write about of being in your heart and nourishing your heart and and coming back to your heart are designed to take you there and out of your, really not in your mind. So my teacher, Americo Yabar, used to say, you can't have an argument when you're in your heart. And I've thought about that a lot. Have I ever been in my heart when I had an argument? And I think the answer is no. When I'm in an argument, I'm in my head. I think I'm right, whether it's about politics or you did know it with your partner. It's it's all mm-hmm. these ideas. Mm-hmm. So, so it's like we have to retrain ourselves to, to not rely on our minds so much and to pay attention when we're in our minds. Um, so maybe to learn so, the difference. So, what is, what right. is the difference, and, right? You know, as a shamanic practitioner, when I'm doing healing for someone and finding a soul part or asking the spirit world what kind of gifts that person needs or what kind of healing they need, I am totally seen from my heart, not my mind. Um, So I am, in the shamanic world, you always travel with a helper, you know, a power animal or teacher, so that you're not running it with your ego. And that's part of the way trusting that guide to show you and, and being, you know, asking the question and then following along is, is, has been, of course, a big training for me in, in uh, seeing from the heart and not from the, the mind. But it's, it's a different feeling. So I don't know if I'm explaining this well enough, but... 
No, you are. I think if you're it's, soothing it's, yourself, yeah, it, it does take discernment and figuring out. So I mentioned not being enough because that's my psychological uh, burden that I carry. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And I've worked my whole life on that. And I'm sure, you, you know, everybody has something like that. Yeah, so everybody has I've a learned. little bit of that. So first of all, I didn't know I did that. When I finally learned it, it would take me days or weeks to figure out that I was applying that thought to a situation. Then I got better and figured it out in two days, and then I could figure it out in an hour. And now most of the time when I'm assuming that I'm not enough in a situation, um, I almost instantly know because I've been paying attention to that. And so then I have a little talk with myself and say, um, you know, I remind myself of the reality that that's just a thought pattern. And uh, like you were telling the the caller, just say you did the best you could with what you had, that kind of, all that kind of stuff that we tell ourselves. Mm -hmm. And so I can calm down then and go back into my heart. And my Mm -hmm. heart, you know, my heart is partly, you know, when I, when I talk about radiance of the heart, light is a metaphor for the shining and and uh, beauty that we bring to the world. And we all know when a, a radiant person walks into the room, we all want to run over and be with them. Mm-hmm. Just like when an angry person walks into the room, we want to run the other way. So we, we sense that intuitively. And, and developing that in yourself is a way of... So, so one thing. Uh, Meg, you went really out. Did you say that you, again? You said, yeah, and I'd love you to lead us. Up. You said developing that within yourself. Did you have a, another part to that thought? Because it it went out a little bit. Oh, sorry. Um, well, developing the discernment and in the the calming yourself and and bringing yourself back to your heart. You know, you're really okay. Maybe you messed up, but you're still okay. And you can, okay. every time you you think about that, you can do better next time. You know, it's a process. Right. We all know that, but we, we get impatient. <laughs> yeah, we need reminders. So I just, I was, right. I, I just was going to suggest one simple thing to, to, since we're talking about being in the heart, um, if all the listeners just, Feel their feet on the ground and draw in source energy up from the center of the earth and fill their bodies and send the light through. So you feel like this column of light going through you and breathe with that. Just for a few minutes, see that flow in your body and then go into your heart and visualize somebody you love your pet, a child, your partner, whomever, feel that connection. Radiate the love you feel to that person, to the image of that person. And breathe with that. And you see how very quickly uh, your whole neurological energy changes. You're a whole lot calmer and more grounded. Mm, Maybe for some people that that feels too simple, but doing stuff like that 
you know, you can you can be in a difficult situation at work and you can go into the bathroom and do that. And yes, come out. Well, that's it. The tools you, were meant to use them. Yeah. You come out and you're in a different place. So things, uh, you shed things easier yeah. when you're in your heart. Absolutely. Oh, thank you for that, Meg. Beautiful. Yeah. Absolutely beautiful. Um, All right. Well, we are winding out of time now, and I thank you so much for being on the podcast and sharing your insight and wisdom uh, with us. And um, take good care. Well, thank you for having me. It's it's been quite a while since we talked, and I'm I'm happy to be back again. And I, I... encourage people to pay attention to their hearts and stay tuned because I'm working on another book called Leading with Your Heart and doing some workshops. So uh, love to see your listeners there. Thanks, Meg. I'm sure you will. Take Take care. Lots of love. Thank you. Wonderful. Nice to talk again. Bye. You too. Bye. All right, everyone, that was Meg Beeler. You can connect with her at megbeeler.com. She also has a YouTube channel. And we were touching upon her uh, most recent book, Weave the Heart of the Universe into Your Life, Aligning with Cosmic Energy. Oh, beautiful. Uh, Thanks to all of you for co-creating this with me and being here. Um, Wishing you so much love and light. Again, if you want to connect with me further, you can through YouTube, um, Patreon. Love to connect with you there as well. And also Instagram. Come and say hi um, and let me know how your soul path is unfolding. All right, everyone. Continue to shine your light, share your insight, and, of course, keep awake. Awakenings broadcast every Wednesday, 12 p.m. Pacific time. Archive shows available on iTunes. For continued awakened conversations and insights, join the Awakenings Group on Facebook. And check out Michelle's blog at soulplayground.com. And keep awake. Are you awake?